This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 148. If you choose to leave your marriage, take the high road in the way you leave. By Lisa Merlo Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope your week is off to a great start. Crazy to think it's the middle of November already, and the holidays are just around the corner. I'm especially excited about the holidays this year because Talon is a year and a half old now, and I have a pretty strong feeling that everything is going to be super cool to him, from picking out a Christmas tree to helping Netta and Papa make Capaletti soup. It's just going to be a ton of fun. And we actually have snow already up here in the Upper Peninsula, so the season started a bit early for us. Given we're halfway through the month, don't forget to join our mailing list before December 1st if you'd like to have your name submitted for our book raffle. We do a drawing on the first of every month, and you can join right at oldpodcast.com. But first, let's hear today's post about ending your marriage on good terms and start optimizing your life. If you choose to leave your marriage, Take the High Road in the Way You Leave by Lisa Merlo Booth of lisamerlobooth.com I have heard horror stories of late regarding how some people have chosen to leave their marriages, the worst of which was a woman who packed up all of her things, hired a moving truck, and moved everything she owned out of her and her husband's home, including furniture, without a word to her husband. What? Her husband came home to an empty home with no wife and a lot less furniture. Unless there is history of physical abuse or the threat of abuse, this is truly unacceptable behavior from anyone, man or woman. If you are adult enough to marry someone, you should be adult enough to have a mature conversation about leaving and to then responsibly and respectfully do so. If children are involved, you are even more responsible to handle a divorce or separation amicably, respectfully, and maturely. It does not matter how angry or hurt you may be at your partner, you are still responsible for taking the high road in the way you leave a person. If you were never shown how to do that, then listen to the code of ethics for leaving and remember to treat others as you would want them to treat you. Here's what to do. 1. Have a conversation about how unhappy you are well before you ever make the decision to leave. In fact, have several conversations, being clear in each about where you're at, what you want, and how much time your partner has to change things. 2. Get professional help for your marriage before you decide to leave it, especially if you have children. If you have children, then my belief is you must earn your way out of the marriage by doing everything in your power to fix the marriage first. If things are so bad that you are thinking of leaving, then professional help should be one of your last-ditch efforts before calling it quits. If you don't have children, your partner minimally deserves a chance to change things before you choose to walk out the door. 3. If there is a chance to work on the marriage, be clear about what you need. Be forthright in your communication about what your unhappiness is about and what you need to stay. Be sure to be accountable for what you're asking for and make sure it's a reasonable, healthy request. Wanting to go out drinking all the time with your friends 
is not a healthy request, so be sure to check yourself. 4. Take the high road. Stay clean in your interactions with your spouse and grounded in your message without being hurtful. Talk respectfully to each other and to others about each other. If you have children, be nothing but amicable in front of them and partner together to make this transition the least painful possible for them. And 5. Be clear about whether you need to take space and may be willing to work on the marriage more in the future, or whether you are not willing to work on it and it's over. And again, you don't get to just wake up and make a sneak attack while your spouse is out of town. Have the conversations ahead of time and take incremental steps toward leaving if things aren't changing. Be honest the entire time about where you stand regarding the relationship, so there are no surprises. There is no reason to burn bridges, so don't burn this one. What not to do 1. Don't ever move out while your spouse is gone. The only exception is if you are being physically abused. Leaving them to come home to an empty house without any advance notice that you were leaving is hurtful, immature, and inexcusable. There should be no surprise breakups in a long-term marriage. 2. Don't leave via an affair. Affairs are fantasies, not realities. I have worked with many affair couples that met each other in an affair only to come into my office because they were now not happy in the relationship for which they both left their marriages. The grass truly is not always greener on the other side, so take off your rose-colored glasses before you harm a lot of lives. 3. Don't refuse to speak to your spouse once you have left, unless a history of physical abuse makes you fearful for your safety. Allow time for both of you to talk through things together. Refusing to discuss an issue this big is unhealthy for both of you. Unless there are extreme circumstances, do not cut off. If your spouse is vindictive and hurtful, then do what you need to do to stay out of harm's way without trying to hurt them back. 4. Don't be selfish. Understand the impact of your behavior on your children, on your own psyche, as well as the psyche of your spouse. Again, you are an adult, not a teenager, so now more than ever is the time to act like one. It is not all about you, so don't make it all about you. Avoid the urge to be punishing. Don't seek revenge through a crazy, unfair settlement. Rise above any temptation to leave your spouse and children high and dry. That type of hate will rot you to the core and will only hurt all involved. It's unnecessary. Be fair, respectful, and accountable. Not mean, selfish, or hurtful in your interactions and in your negotiations. And 5. Do not badmouth your spouse in any way. You're not in high school. Stop the badmouthing. Speak to your children about their other parent in a way that honors both your children and your spouse. They are 50% you and 50% your spouse. So don't make them hate half of themselves. Do not try to make your partner out to be the evil one. There is no need to turn others against your spouse, especially if you have children. Children will grow to be adults and will resent you for making the divorce hell. So don't do it. The more you talk bad about your partner, the worse you look in the eyes of others, even if they don't tell you so. Take the high road.
Separating, divorcing, and or ending relationships are difficult for all involved, even under the best of circumstances. Don't make it harder than it has to be. Be forthright, compassionate, and mindful of the ripple effects in the way you choose to leave someone, and always take the high road. Challenge If you're contemplating leaving your marriage or relationship, commit to doing so with integrity, compassion, and respect. Take the high road in the way you leave. Don't leave devastation in your wake. You just listened to the post titled, If You Choose to Leave Your Marriage, Take the High Road in the Way You Leave by Lisa Merlo Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. Thank you so much to Lisa for letting us share this powerful message. I've seen some pretty disastrous endings to marriages, and I think to myself, if only they had ended it in a slightly different way, then maybe there wouldn't be so much animosity and resentment. If only he had told her that he didn't feel the same anymore, and while he still loved her, he just wasn't in love with her, rather than choosing to live a life of lies with a mistress on the side. Or perhaps if she had only been more honest with him about how she felt he didn't help with the kids as much as he used to. And the list goes on. While it seems like such a simple fix to simply communicate more honestly and openly, it obviously is much easier said than done, because the lack thereof seems to be the culprit for many broken marriages. So again, thank you to Lisa for letting us share this insightful post. And just a quick reminder before we wrap it up, we do a free book giveaway on the first of every month, so if you'd like your name submitted, make sure and join our mailing list before December 1st to have a chance at winning that book. And that's all I've got for you. Have a phenomenal rest of your day, and I'll see you again tomorrow with a post from Gottman.com, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.